Hi, welcome to Lessons of Life. We're on Season 3, Lesson 2, and today we're going to talk about the male and the female. How they're the two sides of the whole. The one human. There's not really any males or females. Males represent the conscious, and the females represent the creative um, power, yeah, divine love and imagination. And uh, Doctor Who showed it really good in the episode, The Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe, where he says, oh, oh, this is a translation problem. He had tried to put the gold crown on, and he couldn't do it. And the little boy could do it, but he wasn't strong enough. And his sister could do it. When the mother came up and took it from her, and she just couldn't resist, and it gets up on her head, and then the tree beans tell the doctor, you know, she's strong, you're weak. Oh, I'm weak, huh? You know, I'm, oh, it's a translation. Do you get it, Cyril? No. <laughs> Do you get it? No. Weak and strong, you know, man is weak, you know, but she's, she, she's mother, she carries life, she's the mothership, <laughs> the whole force goes in her head, you know, and then she shoots that rocket off into the time vortex. And it's a really great scene, you know, it, and it explains it beautifully, you know, it, and this is what uh, humanity is struggling with at the moment. It's understanding, you know, it's a manifestation of the two sides that work here and that they come together in love and make something new, okay, a baby. And a man represents consciousness because it is the consciousness that impregnates your mind with desires and stuff. <laughs> your beliefs, you, you know, all that stuff. The one who creates it and brings it to life, you know, is God. The creative power, the the imagination shapes it, you know, and this is the creative power working with man. And then it's the creative power working with consciousness that presents it. This is divine love story and it's underneath everything. Okay, it's the root and we are shoots off that root. God is the tree off that root, and we're the branches off that tree. We got a million other branches and leaves and all kinds of great stuff. And we make we make all kinds of babies, make all kinds of nuts, you know, but we're also providing, you know, shelter for birds and animals and things like that. You know, you, you just never know. <laughs> it goes on and on. It's life it grows. So you can either, you know, shut off the good side of yourself, 
which is the God in your heart, okay? And you can't really get rid of all of it. There's that niggly little spy in your subconscious. Everybody thinks they're doing good. They all think that. You may think, you know, the penguin is a bad guy in the story of Batman, but he thinks he's a good guy. He thinks Batman's the bad guy. That's that freaky dicky stuff with the doctor, you know, when he says, am I a good man? And the dialect said, you'd make a great dialect. <laughs> you can see that righteous passion. You know, if you were if you're just about exterminating, doctor, you're just not, you know, but to them, that's good, you know, and this is the thing, your good could be my bad, my bad could be your good, those things don't matter, erring on the side of love is what matters, this is how you learn to judge, and that's what you're learning here, is that's the tree of knowledge, the tree of why, 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 you know, and the answer to the question is because they didn't have enough love or because they loved. That's the answer every time, you know, people don't, uh, are not born corrupt and are not born evil. They're little babies. The perfect little images of God. That's why cupids are shown as little babies shooting out arrows of love. Most people can't resist a little baby, especially a laughing one. <laughs> you just can't. And he's the king. He'll cry and somebody's going to come change that diaper or feed that baby to get him to stop crying. He's the king, thank you very much. You know, and then he has to learn. He has to learn. You need to have good manners. You know, and you need to treat others with respect. And use your good manners. You know, this is not rocket science. Everything you really needed to learn, you knew by the age of seven. Ever since then, your piece of clay consciousness has been shaped and molded and conditioned with these thoughts and beliefs that, you know, these people truly believed and you took them on when you became aware of them. A lot of people give a lot of credit to the subconscious, but it's not doing a thing. It's just keeping you alive. It's, it's, it's got God's spy in there, okay? And that keeps you alive and heals you, okay? Your subconscious is a purse. So when you consciously give attention to something, well now, it's pulling things out of that purse and now the life principle is giving it life okay and it's the imagination that's spinning the story with the stuff that's coming out of your subconscious that your consciousness is pulling and this is all going on in your head okay you're not talking to the one in your heart when the one in your heart sends you a desire it's already done Okay, it, it's a done deal. It's convincing yourself it's a done deal that requires work. But it is. It's a done deal and it doesn't matter what it is. It's a done deal. But if you go to your heart always, you that's where time starts to disappear because time doesn't exist to God. Okay? That's stuff. No, you can have it right now. 
you know, you're the one who believes in time and, you know, trees have to grow so I can have my perfect house. No, it's already there, okay? It's, do you want it? Accept it. I accept, I accept. And that's why you, you get into the habit of saying, I accept, instead of making up stories like, oh, look, that's on sale. Well, if I get enough money, I'll buy it. <coughs> no, it's, oh, look, that's on sale. And I love it. I accept that, Father. I accept that. Ooh, you know, you don't try to take from others if the house is not for sale. You see a house that you love, then you just say, I love that house. I know there's a house like that out there for me. I accept it. That's wonderful. Thank you, Father. And that house, or one like it, or one even better, will come to you. This is how it works. Now, some people get very caught up in their bodies and they're worried about certain aspects of it. Their nose, their chin, they're not tall enough, they're too short, they're bald, and they're busy nitpicking at their body. Some have even done things to their body, you know, allowed doctors to do things to them that, you know, at the time they believed that was the only way they could get what they wanted. And they need to understand that that was just God and man working through you to give you what you wanted. So, you know, ugly stories come up and the healing process isn't over. And you're wondering, you know, is it going to really be great? Now I'm worried it's going to be all fucked up forever. And, you know, you're making up stories like you've created a Frankenstein. And, and you're beautiful. You know, you're beautiful. Thank you for this body. It works perfectly and it's beautiful. Thank you. God is inside it and it's beautiful. This You say this to yourself. And every time that monkey mind tries to make a story up, you say, no. Hush. We don't talk like that anymore. No. I didn't say that. I thought. I didn't think that. I thought. God is great. God is good. God is perfect. So my nose is perfect. Everything is perfect. You know. And it's just recognizing that that's a human thing that we do. Okay. We'll pick something out. And pull it apart. You know. Away from the hole. And pull it apart. And trying to see how it works. And then we see how it works, but we don't know why. We just know how. We don't know why that happened. We don't know why we obsessed over that. We, we just know we did. Okay? But recognize that's a pattern of a human, and you need to control the human. You need to say, no, no, I didn't think that. I thought God is perfect. God is love. God is inside me. God loves me. God loves seeing me happy. He's wonderful. God knows what I did. It's all good. God loves me. I love God. God is life. I love my life. I love life itself. It's beautiful. You know, and just go down that rabbit hole. Don't 
let that monster drag you out. He's a little guy. It's just like those guys in Space Jam. They're real little till you made fun of them, real ridiculed you, ridiculed them, and then guess what happened? Those little little monsters became monsters, right? They can go to silence and be quiet too. <laughs> I want to be tall. <laughs> this is what I mean by pet cemetery. You know, you if you're thinking objectively, you're making monsters. And if you're not, then they shrink down and become the cute little things that they really are. There's nothing to worry about. It's also the same, you know, with money. Uh, people don't realize how easy this is, you know, and you need to just start telling yourself life is easy. I just sit down and I think about God and I make my claim and I think about God and I get it. I get it just about instantly. This is great. I love it. I love you, Papa. You're the best. You know, you're the best. You always make it come. And it's great. I love it. I love it. I'm alive to see Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just sit down somewhere. Have a cup of coffee. Sit in the yard. You know, sit in your comfy chair. Sit by the water fountain. Go to the park. Whatever. And just, you know, Think about God, what you know about God, the aspects of God, and then make you claim. Thank you for the extra $4,000 this month, Papa. I really, really love it. I love being financially free. Thank you. God supplies my supply now, and it's infinite, because God is infinite. My imagination just shakes millions of dollars out of God and puts them in my bank account. And I don't even have to think about it. Always has plenty. It's great. I love life. Life is sweet. Life is great. Life is good. Always. Because God is love. God is good. <laughs> you know me. That is. So, um... I hope this helps. That, you know, it's really about getting in that kind of a mind frame and, you know, just refusing to see people as other than wonderful. There are people like that out in the world that just don't see ugly in others. And if they do, they just walk away. They just walk away. And they're not mad. You know, they're not judging. Or anything like that. It's just, I'm, I'm not going to listen to that caca. And this has been um, referred to as the silent majority. And it was Richard Nixon that um, coined that phrase. And in turn, he uh, really truly believed in the silent majority. And he knew that he lost them. And people have been playing around with that ever since. And the silent majority is the calm, cool, collected ones. They're not going to respond to you. Okay? We've had these teachers in our countries throughout the world spreading this message in many languages. You know, in, in many ways. And the children 
are learning these laws early and if they haven't suffered they will later because that's the story of King Solomon you know if you always have it good and you see life objectively then you you're gonna fall you know we all do it <laughs> that's how you learn it's how you learn to go back to what you were doing before and people have to understand that the consciousness is man's consciousness is weak because it it does it takes in all this stuff you know and you have to be strong and say yeah no I'm not thinking about that I don't think so that's not like that that's like this you know and be aware that the things you gave a moment's attention to have entered your subconscious and will begin to grow and show itself to you and it will show it to yourself to yourself you know like boogeyman they'll just pop up and, and it's not fun <laughs> it's not so the subconscious is just the purse if you consciously play with something if you give it attention then now you kicked in the life principle in the subconscious to start pulling out more and more things out of the subconscious that go with that so it's um, how are you going to handle the consciousness which one are you going to think with because they're the ones that are pregnating okay and God will send you a desire and then you know He'll wait forever for you to accept it, but he can't do a darn thing until you do. And some things he can't do until you forgive others. And that means freeing them. It's, it's not necessarily like forgive. I didn't do anything wrong. She's the one who almost killed me. She's the one, you know, that kind of thing. It's freeing them. It's recognizing God is trapped inside them, inside their heart. Okay, and he's dying. And you have to free him. You have to free him. The only way he can get free of that body as it is currently is for the body to die. And then that releases him. You are releasing him. You are freeing him. Forgiving the role player. Okay. And forgiving the God in them for having to play that role. I'm sorry you played the role of the abusive mother in my life I'm sorry I, I believed that of her this has to end now no more she's free and I'm free you know no more remorse no more thinking about this I, lo I love her I know God's in her and God is good God is great and now you set this love to them. And most people are not going to reject that love. They are begging for that love. They don't know how to ask for it any other way. Except to be whatever it is you think they are. And they're all we're all bowing to each other. You know, and then some break out. And have to free the others. And some are like halfway broken out. And they think of them as stuffed animals or toy soldiers that they push around. And that's just going to bite your ass later. It really will. 
it will bite your ass big time. You know, you just can't think of them that way because they're God and men too. And that's part of the, the lesson to learn. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you for being here.